This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, verse 24. As we begin this time of relaxation and prayer today, take a few deep breaths, close your eyes, and allow yourself to relax. As we begin, make sure you are in a comfortable position. If possible, place your feet flat on the floor. Let your arms rest on your lap. Notice any tension in your face. Imagine the muscles in your forehead around your eyes relaxing, growing soft. Open your mouth wide as if you're yawning. Allow your jaw muscles to relax. Gently drop your chin down to your chest. Roll your left ear over toward your left shoulder. Then allow your head to come back to center, chin to chest. Roll your right ear over to your right shoulder and then back to center again. Shrug your shoulders, pressing up toward your ears and then let them drop back down again. Roll your shoulders back and then drop back again. Clench your hands into fists, feeling the fingers press in tightly. And then open your hands, pressing the fingers wide, feeling the muscles stretch. And then relax your hands and let them fall to your lap again. Pay attention to your breathing. Feel your lungs inflate as you breathe in and deflate as you slowly breathe out. Take a deep breath to the count of three. One, two, three. And then breathe out to the count of four. One, two, three, four. Breathe in again. One, two, three. And breathe out. One, two, three, four. Continue breathing slowly and deeply. Feel the tension leaving your face, your neck, your back, your arms, your body. For these moments, remember that you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to do except to simply rest in God's presence. So, let go. Relax. continuing to explore a beautiful scripture written in love by the Apostle Paul to the family of faith in the ancient city of Rome. Our passage today is from Romans chapter 4 verses 13 through 17. Clearly God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law 
but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. And we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Throughout the opening chapters of Romans, the Apostle Paul holds up Abraham, who lived two millennia before Paul, as the example of faith in God's promises. In the opening words of Genesis chapter 12, God said this to Abraham, Go from your country and your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham hears this incredible promise from God, believes it, packs up his life, and sets off into the unknown, all to follow this God who spoke to him. Abraham's faith was not based on the Jewish law, which did not yet exist, but on the promised relationship with the God who guides. And because of his faith, he is promised that his descendants will be a great nation, through whom all the families of the world would be blessed. Take a moment to think about the people in your life who have blessed you, people who cared for you, loved you, people who lifted you up when you had fallen, people who gave you support and encouragement, people who held you accountable, people who gave you guidance. How, through their words and actions, were you blessed? As we listen again to the passage, imagine that this letter was being written to you. Listen to the words as if you are hearing them for the first time. What are you thinking as you hear Paul's words? How do they make you feel? What words or phrases speak to you today? Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, 
then faith is not necessary, and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. And we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Our scripture today ends with these words. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. That is a powerful image of our God, bringing life out of death, bringing creation out of nothing. And all throughout scripture, we see God doing just that over and over again. And we see it most powerfully through Jesus. When Jesus was placed in the tomb after dying on the cross, it seemed to his followers that it all was over. The hope, the joy, the anticipation, all had been closed in that dark tomb with Jesus as the stone rolled in front, sealing in the darkness. But even in that moment, God was doing something new. God was bringing life out of death. God was creating something new. That life, that new creation would be seen in Jesus' resurrected body. It would be seen in the joy of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. It would be demonstrated in the bold sharing of the gospel across the world by the apostles. In you, all the families of earth shall be blessed, Abraham was promised. That is a promise for us as well. Because we are blessed, not just for ourselves, for our benefit. We are blessed to be a blessing. How is Christ's church blessing the world right now? What do you see the followers of Christ doing that bless our communities? In what new ways could we offer life-giving hope? How can we create new ways to share God's love? What life-giving actions could you take? What creative words could you share? Take a moment to ask God to open your eyes to the opportunities for blessing that are being placed in your path this day. As our time today comes to an end, spend a moment telling God all that is on your heart and mind this day. This day may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. 
May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.